Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the National Hurricane Center. This is Ken Graham. I'm live right here in the operations area. A lot of discussions, of course, this morning on uh, Hurricane Dorian. Let's get the latest information, the latest updates. There have been a few changes, so let's look at those. First of all, let's start off with the structure of the storm on satellite. The NOAA satellite is doing an amazing job giving us a, a real good image of some of the structure here. You can see the eye of this very powerful hurricane, and you can also see just that convection, those big storms all around the center. And a couple other things that we notice here. One, you start looking at some of these high clouds. Notice that's just a little bit of a different shade, and that's the exhaust out of the top of the storm. So you put all that together, you have the eye, you have that, that deep convection plus the exhaust. That means the system is just healthy. It's just a, a textbook case of a hurricane, which makes it a very dangerous, dangerous hurricane. And as a result, we have the latest information. Winds are now up to 150 miles an hour. Slow down a little bit, moving west at 8 miles an hour. And we're getting information from satellites. We're getting information from, from all sorts of uh, sources. But here's a big one for us too. This is such an important part of what we do. The Air Force Hurricane Hunters and also the NOAA Hurricane Hunters. In this case, the NOAA Hurricane Hunters on a P3, Dennis, it's got a radar on board. It's just a very powerful Doppler radar and it really helps us see the structure of the storm, which helps us uh, you know, really forecast the intensity, understand what's going on. You know, we see the eye of the storm. There's the aircraft actually in the eye. We can also see eye wall replacements, which have fluctuations in the size and the fluctuations in the intensity. So the data coming in, and I got to make a comment because I know a lot of these folks, both in the Air Force and the, and the NOAA Hurricane Hunters, I just got to say what heroes they are. They fly directly into the eye of that storm, directly into the, the most powerful portion of this storm to give us the data that we need to help make a better forecast. So just a shout out real quick, I, I know them all and I uh, really think they're just big time heroes. So here's the latest forecast, Dennis. This is you know, the new one that we have. A, a lot to talk about on this map. Uh, first of all, you know we have those tropical storm force winds that extend out from the center. That's an important part because if you think about it, um, you've got outside the cone, you have impacts, you have winds, and you also have the hurricane force winds about 20 to 30 miles or so across the, the center. So here's th something to note we still show that slowdown. If every time you take these these storms, think, think of a, a ship and you want to turn that ship. What happens is when you turn it, it just takes time. It's got to slow down to get around the corner. And that's the same thing with the hurricane here. So we're going to slow down. Unfortunately, we have forecasted to slow down over the Bahamas. An incredibly dangerous situation for the Bahamas because if you think about it, that point right there, 8 p.m. Sunday, this is Monday, this is Tuesday, that's not a lot of movement. So that has incredible amounts of rainfall. That's major hurricane force winds over the Bahamas for that extended period of time. Rain, winds, and the storm surge keeps piling it up. So anybody viewing us um, today from the Bahamas, listen to the local officials. I, I can't stress it enough. This is a very dangerous situation uh, for the Bahamas. So elsewhere with time, what happens next? Well, if it turns a little earlier, we could be on the right side of the cone, which some of the models have indicated. And if we turn a little later, 
turn a little later, we could be a little closer to the Florida coast. The other thing that can happen is when you slow down the storm, I mean, this is about two miles an hour over the Bahamas. You ever notice that the center, you watch on satellite, they wobble. They wobble a little bit. So if you have a little bit of a wobble while over the Bahamas, that could impact the track down the line. Small little wiggles matter. So you change something, and all of a sudden that changes everything down the road. So complicated forecast. We talk about it all the time. Pay attention to the cone. The cone means the center could be anywhere in that cone two-thirds of the time based on our average error for the for the track forecast over the last five years so major hurricane uh, we got to watch this so not only florida we've talked a lot about florida we still got to keep an eye on this because remember if we get closer more impacts but georgia south carolina north carolina got to pay attention as well so the rainfall forecast is about six to ten inches or so right on the coast there's the coast of florida but look at the bahamas i just want to really highlight this right here grand bahama portions of the northern bahamas 15 to 20 inches of rain and if it sits there longer some areas could get uh, a few feet of rain so just an incredible dangerous situation for those folks but remember the coast of florida georgia um, south carolina north carolina you see those totals depending on that track that rain can wiggle back and forth move back and forth depending where that track is so just a lot of different uh, factors when it comes to, to this forecast so what's the takeaway here you know, there's still some uncertainty in the forecast. Um, if you're in Florida, yes, you can, you can look at it and see that we're getting further off the coast, and that seems like good news. But again, at the same time, 150 mile an hour hurricane. This is a powerful storm. A little closer to us to get more impacts, but either way, some places in Florida can still see some of that rain, can see some of that elevated tides with the storm surge. So we just got to pay attention to the latest forecast. Dennis, we tried to see Warren at the with the uh, Department of Defense, the one coordinating these hurricane hunters. Let's go see if Warren's available. And he popped out. He's already anticipating us. <laughs> I saw him there. So we're going to come back and talk to Warren. You know, we, we talked a lot more just now about how important the data coming in is. I showed him the radar. I showed him the, you know, what the, the information that we're getting from the hurricane hunters is just incredible. So Warren is back here. You're courting with him. He's talking to the hurricane hunters. He wears out this carpet running back and forth to talk <laughs> and to the hurricane specialists. But, but that's how critical it is. Latest information. Somebody could say, can, can they go look at this? Can look at that? Warren, tell, tell us about it. I mean, this is such a big component of what we do. Yeah, there's some information you can only get by getting inside the monsters. And uh, we have aircraft both from the Air Force Reserve and NOAA uh, currently flying in and around the storm, uh, getting that data, getting it sent back to the Hurricane Center coming into this office. And I run it across the hall of the forecasters, and it goes out to the rest of the world. So when you see the people on TV talking about this is where it is, this is how strong it is, that data has been measured from the planes and coming in through this office. And, uh, you know, an amazing mission. I flew myself for about 15 years into storms from everything, little tropical oppressions under, into monsters like uh, Dorian here, and it's an amazing experience. And so I'm glad I'm still part of the mission doing all of this coordination. So every day we put together a plan that says what planes are going to go out and fly out into the storms, and then as those planes go out, we in this office manage all of that and uh, basically shepherd the data from point to point. And we also get information from the forecasters, you know, stuff they need back. We'll talk to the planes and say, hey, could you look at that and maybe go over into this area? And uh, just really something that is a very important part of the forecast process. And we're very pleased that we can provide that information to the forecasters to help them make better decisions and improve their forecasts. Warren, I can't thank you enough just uh, for, what, for what you do for us. It's an important part of the forecast. We have Dropsons examples on the on the shelf back up there. Those are the, the instrumentation that, that that's dropped out of the plane. You can see it there. So 
we're getting profiles of the hurricane um, right in the storm itself. We're getting data as we fly through. We're, we're looking at it from all these different aspects. So again, I set it out there. I'm going to say it again, Warren, you and your team um, and the hurricane hunters, both the Air Force and NOAA heroes. Uh, we're all trying to get away from the storm, and, and, and these guys and men and women of the Hurricane Hunters are going towards the storm to get us the data that we need. So that's the latest information on the hurricane. Let's pay attention. Let's look at the latest forecast for the Bahamas. Once again, I can't stress enough, please, please, please listen to those local officials. Very dangerous, powerful hurricane. This has been Ken Graham here at the National Hurricane Center.